there, folks, and welcome to yet another episode of Murray Musings. This feels uh, this feels so exciting. I'm but I like I feel like I haven't been on like an episode of Murray Musings. Anyway, sorry, I'll say it. I'll finish the intro. Um, your favorite Andy Murray podcast, mainly because it's the only Andy Murray podcast available. Still, still the only Andy Murray podcast out there. Um, and you know what? We'll, we'll we're, we're we're happy with that. We're we've grown to the point where we can accept that. And whenever there is another Andy Murray podcast around, maybe we'll feel like they're kind of like entering our territory a little bit. We're feeling like there'll be a bit of competition. But right now, we're perfectly happy being the one. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Sorry. I just fell asleep there because Scott's doing the same intro that he always does. Uh, (laughs) All right. Okay. Let's. uh, I just feel I feel so I feel like I haven't done the intro in a while. Because I haven't, I feel like I haven't been on an episode for a while. Because I missed the last episode, which I was got to miss. Um, and I'm sure you guys oh. were absolutely devastated. I'm sure you guys were absolutely devastated, right? Without me, we were. Like, we how did you? I, I don't, I don't even know how you got through an episode without crying. To be honest, like crying we, is all we, too we much. Cried, we cried before, and, and then right. we pulled ourselves together. Yeah, no, sure. No, let's go with that. It, that's interesting because <laughs> I was listening to that episode and I didn't hear too much like kind of like emotional struggle in your voices. Um, so well, uh, we're both really like stoic, uh-huh. tough, yeah. mentally that- strong people. So you know, yeah, we, we just managed to soldier on without you, carry yeah. on regardless. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll um, we'll maybe talk about that later on after we finish recording this episode because you know I have some questions about it. But okay, um, <laughs> right, we only have we literally have like about an hour to record this episode. We always start, by the way, folks, um, here listen, we always start like trying to plan out uh, how long an episode is going to be before we click record, and we always say, right, let's aim for an hour. An hour is a good time, and we always fly right on by that hour. And it might happen here, but at the same time, like we can't really we can't really afford to have it because I'm going to cinema later, and Peter needs to get back uh, needs to be needs to get back home right peter like, that's yep. where you, that's where you need to right? get back home on the road yeah yeah and like, also right after we do this a- podcast yeah. we can actually only afford to keep our electricity running for an hour right. That so, is actually yeah. true. That is actually true. Murray Musings HQ, like you know, it's getting a little bit intense. Energy prices are rising, so like we need to, we need to, work, we need to make sure that we, uh, that we don't, we don't, we don't we burn. Switch everything out. off. Turn off all the lights. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we need to, we need to be doing that. So, um, so yeah, yeah. we're gonna try and keep this like almost to an hour, um, and we're gonna split, it, we're gonna split it into like two parts. So, shall we jump right into part one? I guess part one is Peter telling us all about how his, how his experience working at. Um, at Cincinnati was um so Peter you need to tell us everything about your experience everything, everything. so like, tell, I tell arrived uh the Friday before the tournament started and of course I saw Andy Murray um I was like I need to be there like as Who's soon that? as possible and so I drove all the way from Texas to Nashville um mm-hmm. for 12 hours and I was like okay I'll get like a four hour drive um uh a little bit later, please. This is the problem. <laughs> this is, this later, is this is what happens yeah. when uh, we record a podcast when Peter is still in his hotel room traveling yeah, home. Clearly, clearly, <laughs> clearly, somebody's coming to was try it, and was that room service. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So. <laughs> You know, you know, you know, in an ideal world where um, I was a good editor of the podcast, our listeners wouldn't even know that that happened because I would edit it out. Am I going to yeah, do that? That's, yeah, it's no. being kept in. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Peter, Peter, continue. Continue. continue, Peter. So I drove all the way from Texas to Nashville, um, mm-hmm. 12 hours pretty much straight. And I was like, I need mm-hmm. to get to the tournament early and see Andy practice 
on that Friday. And so I was like, I'll have about four hours from Nashville down to Cincy. Actually, a Mason uh, is where it's at, like about a suburb away, um, yeah. 30 minutes outside of Cincy. Um, and just to see Andy practice like in the afternoon. Um, so yeah, I uh, definitely had a good time. It was just amazing. And of course, I gave him odor eaters again because he needed some. <laughs> as he said, he needed more of them. But I because you, get, so you, did, did, you did get kind of an opportunity to chat to chat with him, right? Are you like uh, like does he recognize you now? He must kind of recognize yes. you, now, right? Yes, like, he yeah. recognizes me. He knows me, you. I just oh, that fills my heart with so much joy. He very, knows very, you. It's very yeah. very good. Like, are you are you are you nervous talking to him? Because I'm not gonna lie, I not think, anymore. Like, Thank goodness. Are you not? Are you not? Yeah. Really? Last oh year, goodness. like, like I told y'all this, like in Cincy last year, like he said uh, hello after I was like, hey, Andy. Um, mm -hmm. And like, I completely blacked out. I was like, he just yeah. said hi to me. Like, yeah. And now it's just like, <laughs> hey, Andy. What's up? Oh, no, it's just, hey, Andy. Hey, going? bestie. Hey, I'm bestie. Uh -huh. Meet up for a coffee after your match, maybe? Do you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look, so look at that. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's, that's mad. Um, so, like, about, about about the tournament itself, Peter, like, what, like, what, 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 like, is it, like, really well-structured event? Like, is it a very kind of, like, you know, what, what's it like behind the scenes there? Like, are you seeing, like, So, it's basically built? like a mini U.S. Open. I always tell everyone that. To, okay. Come to Cincy if you can't afford the U.S. Open accommodations okay. or the travel wise. It's mm -hmm. centered in the Midwest, so it's mm -hmm. it's really easy to get to. Um, there's an airport just like about 30 minutes away, actually in Kentucky and not in Cincinnati. Um, yeah. And it, it's just wonderful. It's most of the stadiums are permanent structures. So there's 17 practice courts. It's just the best. Yeah. like so fan friendly yeah. mm -hmm. uh, do you do it you looks like fun. it does do you do you get like do you get like trading and stuff for your role there like what's the deal like I, or is it like you know you turn up and you just know what you're doing straight away or what like what's the kind of what's the kind of deal with working there training so yeah. i don't need any training anymore um, <laughs> you're a, you're a pro, i actually trained somebody uh the Saturday uh, that I was just like chilling out, like watching right. a lot of practices and whatnot. Um, right. So yeah, I've done this four times now, so it's old hat to me. So what you're like, like what, one of the most experienced members of staff, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Look at that. Oh my gosh. Um, but like, so like, what, so what exactly? What like? Tell us what, what do you I do. do? Yeah, what, what do you do? do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So basically, I'm the logger. Like I log like all of the stats. Like I'm the one that says objectively, like if whatever happened was an unforced error or not. And then I just huh. click a button saying unforced error. Like I'm the one that um, types in like it's a violation on time warning, racket right. uh, abuse, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm, um, and of mm -hmm. course, log the scores, the aces, yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair That's enough. very cool. See, That's I fair. would make such an arse of that because I? I would just get so excited and carried away. I'd be like, volley, 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 backhand, volley. <laughs> I guess, uh -huh. I guess, do, <laughs> no idea what I'm doing. Do you feel like doing that job for matches with players that you don't necessarily? <laughs> 
Yeah, like <laughs> this will sound odd. Players that you're not as much of a fan of, or if you're not like you know, you know, as invested in them, like do you find that surely that's a bit easier than if you were doing it for like an Andy Murray match, right? Well, I, I'll say this publicly now that I've got some <laughs> leeway. Um, I told uh my coworkers like right off the bat last year, I will not wa- work in Alex Zavera match. Like mm-hmm. I, I will not, absolutely not. Ooh. And I told them I don't prefer to work Isner matches, but he's yeah. been through the draws a few times. So I've had to like run into his matches while he was playing other people. Uh, of yeah. course, he can't play alone. So yeah. it was just a kind of uh, workplace I, hazard. So yeah. I get, yeah, no, I get, well, I get, yeah. Cause I guess it's kind of like difficult in that regard with not kind of letting your own kind of feelings about a player kind of like get in the way or like kind of distract you in that regard, right? Like, yeah, or bore me to tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just just like, I suppose with Esther, it would be a bit easier, wouldn't it? It would be like ace, 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 But like a three set tiebreaker matches. So no, that would bore me to tears. Go on for hours as well. Go on for hours. Um, so yes, tell us. Um, did you so you say you were in the stadium for Andy's match against um, against Anne? Like you you were there for it. Tell what 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 was the deal? How was your feelings? What was your what what was your thoughts on uh, on what you saw with him and how? Of how course, I knew that he would come back into the match, and yes. it was just like when he was reeling off like all these like backhands and everything, and I'm like okay, you can do it. And I couldn't clearly see Stan because I was like really close to uh, Andy's side of the court for time. And so I was just like, I, I don't know what he's doing. And I'm like having blinders and I'm just like mm-hmm. focusing on Andy and like trying yeah. to root him on. And mm-hmm. since I had a credential on, I didn't want to like be like standing up, you know, cheering him on like wildly, but still it yeah. was just like a, okay, like, you got this, and I'm sure he saw me a few times, um, and I would just, like, raise my hands in the air and pump my fists, and it was just you're, really amazing. You're, you're sure really that he amazing. saw you a few times, and he was motivated yeah. by you there. Like, Absolutely. That was, that was, yeah. That was really why he went on to win that match, and, like, that was, like, for me, there was such a kind of, um, and, like, even being there, it must, it must have felt something similar to it. Like, it was very much, like, <laughs> it got described quite a few times by a few different people. It's like, the battle of two old injured men, right? It really was it was like the veterans stepping yeah, so onto court, wasn't it? It was, it was. And it was, I don't know, it was just like watching like, it was, it felt like old times. It felt like old times when these players were like, you know, in the top 10 and competing right up there, like in like top five at uh, some points that they were, uh, they were ranked at. And it, I don't know, it felt, it felt nostalgic. It was like a nostalgic experience yep. to watch. Um, yep. And yeah, like I, I loved it. I loved it. And I'm not gonna lie, the way that that match went, um, I, 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 I was pr- like, cause it was like a slugfest and it went on for fucking hours. I'm not sure how many hours that went on for. It must have been like two and a half or maybe close to three, maybe. Mm, yeah. And it was, it was, it was a brutal match. I, I was not confident that Andy was gonna be playing well or that well against um against Cam Norrie in the in the in the second round. I, I thought he was I thought he'd be fucking shattered. Like, I, I thought mean, he'd be he dead. played he played better against yes, Norrie. I think he did too. I think he did no, as well. He, um, like Vivinka really made him work for that that victory and it was hard, but like you said, Scott, it was a total slug fest. It was. 
and he genuinely played better against Norrie and the irony yeah. that he lost that match yeah. through yeah. cramping is just like can a guy please catch a break well I mean mm-hmm. So, so I guess, so I guess that's a topic that'll kind of link us from chatting almost about Cincinnati to chatting about, you know, I guess the US Open because that's the kind of question mark that's kind of with Andy at the moment, right? Is the kind of whole cramping issue we saw it in the latter stages of even his first round match against against Stan, um, it it was kind of coming into play a little bit, and um, the the kind of cramping issue, and like this is something that like I think I recall. Again, again, I guess that's, this was almost nostalgic in like a negative way because I do remember that used to be a big issue for Andy at the start of his career. Right um, at the start, yeah. I mean, remember right that he used to see the, the scenes of him like literally rolling around yes, on yes, court right. in pain, like clutching his thighs right, because yes, he was yes. cramping up so badly. In fact, that didn't that happen against um, David Nalbandian yes, um, yes. in 2005 yes. at Wimbledon? And that's when people were like, oh, he's not physically fit enough. His body can't yeah. handle yeah. it. So right, it's, it's right. almost like, in a way, he's returned to his 18-year-old self. So, so looking at it from that aspect, <laughs> it's only going to get better. Right, right, right. So like that, it, but it's 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 odd now, right? It's it's strange now to see Andy like that because obviously we know he's not like as physically fit as he used to be. But like, we still know that he's a beast, right? So like, he is a beast. What is, so what's the cramping issue? Like, why is that happening? Especially like, okay, the match against Wolverine is a tough one, but like, it's a first round match. So, yeah. like, why is that coming into play? Ma- ma- like, super impressive that he managed to overcome it in that match against Stan. That was one of the standout things for me is that, like, he actually started cramming and then just started ripping the ball way harder than he tends to yeah. normally. So, it was yeah. just like, okay, like, all right. It is odd because, like, yeah. he's normally he's so meticulous about yeah. his nutrition and his yeah. hydration. So, you're like, yeah, what is it? I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know enough about no. what you need to, to take. I just know that like when I'm running and to make sure I've got enough electrolytes so that I don't cramp up too much. But mm-hmm. like I'm not running in a way that like he's playing tennis. So Right, right. So it's 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 such a yeah, so it's it's such an odd one. So like the fact that he managed to overcome it in that first round, which you know, it was it was great that he did that and it was like amazing that he did that, but like it's also like, well, why did he need to do that, right? Like why mm-hmm. why was it even an issue in the first place? And then yeah, like um, I can't remember when it started happening in the Nori match. You remember? I don't know. I can't really remember. I, I honestly looked- don't remember. I was working yeah. that match, and yeah, like right. that match is a blur to me. Yeah. Um, I've said to a few friends I have a goldfish memory about his defeats, and so yeah. like yeah. even like I trying to log that on. match, it was just like nervousness, and I uh, had made a few mistakes because Cam's a lefty, and so it's just like clicking backhand, and of course you have to do it quickly, but of yeah. course accurately, and so I'm like, yeah. okay, backhand, blah, 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 and I'm like, wait, <laughs> Cam has <laughs> a lefty forehand, and yes. he's going to win this point, so let's just click it, whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I just, honestly, it's a blur. Like, yeah, Andy... Could have had a few chances in that match, but he just couldn't prevail. Well, I mean, I think we're all going to rue that um, volley smashed right into the net at break mm. point in the, the this first game of the second set. Second set, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, I yeah. do remember I mean, that, that, that one. That 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 would have been it if he if he because Nori wouldn't have got that if if Andy had managed to get that over the net. Yeah, that would have been done in two. 
It would have, yeah, yeah. I mean, but but that's the thing, like, unless the cramping issue was playing out, because the cramping issue really, I thought that started in the middle of the second set, didn't it? Like, it was, I think it was. It's quite, it was earlier than, because he got, he cramped in the City Open against yes. Ymir. Ymir? Right. Ymir? I yeah. never know how to pronounce that name properly. Um, mm-hmm. But that was towards the end. Yeah. It started much earlier in the oh, Nori match. Yeah, which is which, which I guess is yeah, it's going to be a concern for him for sure. Like mm-hmm. because, like, I I do think, and it's and it's weird to say it. Like I do think, like, you know, if you 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 know, if you took the cramping issue out of the situation of 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 Cincinnati for Andy, like that is some of the best tennis. Like, he's played just the most aggressive kind of style of tennis, and the aggressive the you know like how hard he was hitting the ball, like and he, like it was some of the most kind of like attacking play that we've seen from him but almost because like it was like well i need to start hitting like this because i can't just keep like running about so much like so it was a kind of bizarre kind of experience in that regard you know um yeah, yeah it, was, oh, it was almost like it was like the camp and made him play more aggressively because he was like i have to get this over and done with right 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 this. Yeah, like this. Well, that was the only way he was going to win because there was yeah. no chance. Like, okay, again, Stanley managed to get it, get it one, you know, because he did, you know, he started ripping the ball. But also, it was because like Stan is not quite as physically fit as he used to be either. So, like, but like against Cam Norrie, who is a, peak, peak fitness a right road now. runner, like yeah. a road runner, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, you know, even even if Andy had started just like you know tearing into his shots and stuff like that, which I think he did try to, like. It was. It just wasn't. He was never really going to win against Cam Norrie with when he was cramping. You know, like nobody, nobody. No. I don't. I don't think there's a player yeah. on the planet really. Like you know, even Jokovic, Nadal, etc. Like there's no way that you're going to be you know a top ten player when 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 you're that kind of physically like struggling. You know, so. Um, and Cam's yeah, fit enough know. to go against uh, Alcaraz, and mm-hmm. I was at that match when he beat him, and so I mean, it's a tough second round. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it really for sure. was. For sure, it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was Cincinnati. Peter got to be there. Peter got to be there, which is uh, very exciting for him. What uh, was surprising though is that Peter stayed longer even after Andy lost because apparently yeah. the tournament continued. Andy lost. Apparently, <laughs> I don't remember who the winner was. No, I'm kidding. I it forgot. Was I forgot. It was I amazing. Just went and it was it was Borna Koric, and I totally Borna, forgot that. Yeah, yeah. Borna I'm I'm not um I'm not I'm not disappointed by that to be honest. No, there was there's a period in the past. Yeah, there's a yeah there's a period in the past where maybe I was a little bit, you know, uh, uh, and I'm not like I you know, but like I do I do I do I think I think, like George is almost one of those players for me that like because he's been away for so long and because of his story of kind of winning you know this Masters one thousand past century yeah out of nowhere really like from like ranked outside the top hundred right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I've grown to quite, to quite, quite appreciate him. I think and quite, appreciate quite him. respect. Yeah, respect him. And like yeah. he's made himself now into a, at least at the, at the very least a one to watch at the US Open for sure. Like whereas like mm-hmm. a week ago, a week and a half ago, like you know if we'd been sitting here being like, oh yeah, born a charge like for the for the US Open, you you'd have laughed in my face if he hadn't, you know, if he if he hadn't done anything or if you know like this it's mad, like isn't it? Because he didn't he jump up from like number 124 to number 29 in the rankings with with that win and I I said to you guys just imagine Mm. where Andy would be now right yes 
Yes, yes, yes. Uh, which always makes us cry somewhat because a lot of our time on Murray Musings has been um, hypothesizing the what ifs of the last few years of Andy's career. Um, but uh, but yeah, so so George ended up winning, and you know what? Like, I I I if it Andy would have looked better holding the trophy. We all agree. Much right? better. better yeah. The trophy. Um, but you know. I I I I prefer watching a player like that, like going to win rather than you know, okay, like, like I prefer a story like that. Do you know what I mean? Like somebody totally unexpected winning. Like if Andy if Andy's out, give me somebody unexpected. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. which I guess Andy winning a massive one might be yeah. unexpected. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, enough of that negativity from me. Enough of that. Um. <laughs> And so uh, we move from Cincinnati, we move, we move on uh, to the last kind of major of the year, the US Open, um, and all that it will bring. The draw came out yesterday. What do we think about it? How do we feel about it? What are our thoughts on it? Are we happy? Or are we? I think it looks okay. Yeah. I also, you know, I said that about. Is Wimbledon draw? <laughs> I've said that yeah. about many, yeah, many other draws. <laughs> so yeah. you know. <laughs> yes, correct. But I correct. think it looks okay. If he was I... going to get a seed, if he was going to get a seeded player in the first round, mm-hmm. I think he's got not a bad seeded player. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I would Agree, I think, yes. I feel okay about it too. Like, I would like to see him win the entire thing. Obviously. Obviously. I would like to see him, like, you know what, if I take my heart out of the equation and look at realism for a minute, I would like to see him make the fourth round. Yeah, yeah, just make it into the second week. Because Pete and I I briefly discussed this last night, we were like, Week two, we we don't know her. We don't we don't know week two, um, because <laughs> so I'd really like be- to get to know week two. Because the best that Andy has done since God knows when, um, was a third round appearance at Wimbledon last yep. year yep. against uh, Shapovalov. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I would like to see him get to the fourth round, um, exactly. at which stage he is. Drawn, he would probably be playing Sitsipas, I think. Yeah. yeah, which obviously a lot of history there with those two at the US Open. Um, but Peter's just the part of the chat, folks. He's not in the chat. And and just just for, just for clarity, we don't think it's because our chat is terrible. But I Peter think- is is joining us from his hotel room just now, which is staying out on his his journey back. To right, Texas, right. and so we think gonna... and that's what we're telling ourselves. It's not that our chat is so terrible that he doesn't want to be part of this. Like, this is terrible, part. I'm the point. Um, <laughs> he'll come right, back. Claire, he'll come Claire, back. Claire, Claire, yeah, Claire, continue with the with with, with your thoughts. Like, so, like, um, who, who's his first round match against? What seed? What seed is he? Andrew? Um, he's a twenty fourth seed. Okay. Um, and has that never played him before? No. You know, I I don't think so. I feel like no. I don't I think he has. Um, I feel like he hasn't. I, uh, I, I, I honestly, I think I, I think he can beat him. I really do. 
I think, um, I, think I, I think that that's a general consensus um, from what I've seen from Murray fans on uh, the the Muzzle fam on the Twitter Twitter sphere. Like, is that the general kind of vibe? Is that yes, he will win that first round match, um, which is kind of a refreshing change from some of the first round contests that he's had in the past kind of few years, which have been far more uh, questionable. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the general kind of vibe is like, yes, he is going to do well uh, in that first round match and maybe get through it. Um, of course, this is um, this is the Andy of 2022 now, and uh, he has got through first round matches of majors. Um, yeah. And he's absolutely killed himself doing it. In not clean fashions uh, and in far more kind of complex ways than we would like. And Mm -hmm. while those matches have been entertaining and when he's won them, it's been great, he's turned up to a second round just half cut, like he's had Mm -hmm. a few Mm -hmm. years before. And his body is going on. And you know what? I'd respect that. I would respect that. But um, ideally, Ideally, what we're looking for is a straight sets first round win. And yes. we haven't uh-huh. really seen that. We haven't I would, seen that. I would, yeah, if we could get if we could get these three, three straightforward. Hi Peter, you're back. Yay. If we could we get these straightforward sets against mm. Serendolo. Yes. That, yeah. that would be much appreciated. Straight sets against um would be ideal. Um, Peter, we were just discussing that the fact that we need Andy to win his first round in straight sets. Yes. Like, I think we're past the point where, like, we're, we're way past the point where five sets in the first round is acceptable for him. Yeah. Like, no. Fourth round, I'm still concerned. Like, like four, sorry, fourth, four sets, I'm still concerned. Like, I'm still feeling, <laughs> no, we really need a first round quick, relatively quick. I don't mind I if mean- it's a bad like fine. no, like I'll 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 put I'll put it out there. I want like a triple bagel. Right. Okay. Yeah. I just uh, want. I just want it done. I want it done in like an hour and a half. Sorry, this, One bam. This, thank you, ma'am. Did you say it was the twenty fifth seed, Claire? It's the twenty fourth seeds. Twenty fourth seed. I'm sure. I'm sure the like, triple bagel is is guaranteed. Almost. I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sure. Google. I'm going to Google yeah. Francisco's most recent form and we'll come back to this you keep right, talking amongst right. yourselves okay i mean okay. he's 24 years old he only has one title he's a um baby. no offense to him but like he's <laughs> lost in the first round of a few he, majors you know he doesn't even have he doesn't even have a profile picture this is, oh, wow. say, this is all gonna right, sound so, so bad if nightmare see. scenario don't happens. if don't no, don't <laughs> okay, Scott. So his last match was against in Cincy against RBA, uh-huh. and he lost. Yeah, I logged that match, and it was a three setter, right? Yep, yep. So he yep. won the first set, lost the the next two. Then his match prior to that mm-hmm. was against Karen Kachanov in Montreal. He lost. Yep. Prior to that was Hamburg. Against Massetti, he lost. So he did win. Did he? He win in Bastard. I think he won that. Okay. This... He lost to Rafa. He's lost to Tommy okay. Paul. 
Oh, he, he lost to he Ryan lost to Rafa. Oh, he's in terrible form then. If he lost to Rafa, he, like, he lost to Dan Evans. I just he feel lost, like he lost we're to all Cam Norrie. Do you know what? It's written in the stars. He loses to Brits. It's just yeah. I just oh. feel like we're almost overconfident here. But okay, if if we're if we're saying that Andy is winning, we're that confident in Andy's abilities. Yes. Period. Okay, yeah. so we're feeling okay. Okay. Uh, we did beat Sinner. Right. In okay. Miami, which is quite a turn up. Oh, no, no, he didn't. He didn't. Center retired. I retract that statement. He did not beat Center. Center retired. Okay. 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 Um, it's, it's, I, do you know what? I, I, think, I think Andy's going to be okay. Andy okay. doesn't so, like to lose to guys his teammates lose to. So. Okay. 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 So second round, Millman, right? Potentially John Millman. Yeah. Which I'm scared about because Millman is a roadrunner. Like he will run and 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 run. And he's beaten Roger in the at the US Open before. Yes, by running a lot. Like he is just super consistent. Yeah, but let's let's remember guys, let's remember Roger is an old age pensioner. Yeah, but when did he beat when when did he beat Roger at the US Open? That wasn't that long. Like, I mean, it was a few years ago, right? Yeah. So like it was Roger's Roger's old. Like he's an yeah. old, old man. Even a few years yeah. ago, Roger was an old yeah, man. Yeah, so, so is Andy. <laughs> so is Andy. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> so is Andy. I think Andy. I think Andy's Andy is still literally younger. Been Andy in is three still younger than what Roger player. was. Three matches. <laughs> My point is, that I'm just concerned. Like I, I'm concerned that Andy has been cramping in best of three sets, and we're now talking best five sets here. You know, and I just feel like Millman is one of those players who is going to cause some issues. But I, I do think that Andy can win it. Um, do I think he can win it in straight sets? Mm. I think there might be a four setter there. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm, I can see four sets. Yeah, like call it if, a day at four sets. If we're being optimistic about the first round. I'm being neutral about second round. Well, maybe mm-hmm. slightly better than neutral about second round uh, against a possible opponent in Millman. Um, well, well, let's. I'm just uh, sorry. I'm I'm looking at the draw like as we're chatting, and Millman's playing Emilio Nava, who he's a wild card, right? But he's American, and so he, he might just really he might just pull something out the bag with yeah, the, what, the they, American crowds. Mm, I'm not. I could it. see that. I'm not feeling it. I think I never write off. I never write off the home wild cards. Oh, for sure. Yes, for sure. I would. I would agree. I would agree. Like, Unless they're, 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 they're obviously, there could be an upset there. But like, what? Like, so like, if he wins, like, I'm not sure that that would be much of a better opponent than Millman, would it? Like, again, with the home crowd behind him against. Well, no. That's. <laughs> the thing is, Andy knows Millman's game. He's practiced yeah, with yeah. him. I saw him practice uh, in Indian Wells. So okay. that's a bonus for me for him against Millman. With okay. uh, Nava, like, it's a wild card. Like, I don't know what he's going to do. He comes from an athletic family, has a brother, uh, Eduardo. I was just telling Claire this. Uh, all I saw was the E, and I'm like, is that Eduardo? And then I, like, actually, of course, clicked on his name, and I'm like, oh, this is Emilio, who I haven't seen play before. Okay. Um, so it, it'll be a tough one. Yeah. If tough it one. is tough. him. 
tough one if it is him. And tough one if it isn't, because if he's playing a whole wild card, like, ugh. Um, But let's continue. I don't think we should talk beyond a possible fourth round with Sits Bath, but let's talk about a possible third round against Carrot 7, all right? Berrettini. Oh, I thought it was Carrot Yeah, Berrettini. Berrettini. Um, he can, he can, I think he could beat Berrettini this time. Yeah, I want revenge. Almost, almost had him in Stuttgart. I feel like, did Andy start cramping in Stuttgart as well? No, he had an um, abdominal, okay. um, like muscle tear or muscle, yeah. sh- muscle strain or something. So it was, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I would be feeling, yeah, I would be feeling okay about it. Um, I think he would have more of a, I think Andy would have more of a chance against Berrettini on a hard court than yeah. on a grass, actually, bizarrely. Um, just because yep. Berrettini is such a good grass court player. Obviously, mm-hmm. we know Andy's on grass, but like, Berrettini is just so good on grass. But on hardcore, I feel like, yeah, I would feel more confident about that. Um, obviously, Berrettini is very, very, like, very, very impressive, but not quite as, you know, uh, roadrunnery-ish. Uh, it's not likely to get, get into huge, huge, huge rallies. Um, so, yeah, I would be feeling kind of okay Mm-hmm. That. I don't know why I'm feeling more optimistic about a possible third round against Berrettini than I am against Sean Millman, but you know what? <laughs> That's the stage that we're at here. That's the stage we're at. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Like, and then obviously we'd probably be sent to Bass in the fourth round. Um, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm feeling okay. About yeah, we can think about that closer to the time. I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. I have been thinking a wee bit about heading back to the start of this year briefly. Um, and do you remember, do you remember Andy was getting asked about, you know, what are you thinking heading into this year? And Andy said something along the lines of, um, I'm going to see what my kind of results are. And now that we're heading on into the final major of the year, I feel like there is, Andy's not had terrible results this year because he has reached a couple of tournament finals. Um, but I do feel like he'll be expecting a good, like we, we're, we're hoping for quite a kind of, you know, almost like a kind of like a real kind of, okay, Andy is still playing very, you know, Andy's still capable of reaching kind of third, fourth rounds here, right? Because mm-hmm. it's been a good year by Andy's kind of, you know, past few years standard. Um, but it's not been, obviously, there's not been a title, which is what we've been really kind of wanting. Mm-hmm. Um, so reflecting back briefly, yeah, what are, what are your guys' feelings on kind of how Andy's kind of year has been? Um, yeah, how do you really I think, on? I mean, he even said the word, like he wants a fairy tale run somewhere. Yes. And yes. so hopefully he can do it at the US Open. Um, mm-hmm. You know me, I'm always the optimist with this kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. who knows who knows um his year has been decent i mean i'm proud of his gear if he can reach two big finals Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm fine with that yeah i think i think this year has been it's you know it's been like a classic kind of muddy coaster we've had our ups and we've had our downs but it's not been awful yeah yeah. You know, yeah. it's it could it could have been a bit better. It, it could have been a whole lot worse. Could have it been worse. Yes. It could have been. You know? It been. I I do think that he is I feel like he's kind of in a kind of 
I don't know, like judging from the like, kind of photos and stuff like that, because there's been quite a few fans who've been meeting and running into Andy. There was one especially this morning where he was photographed last night, like in, maybe in Times Square with a fan. He, he uh, looks good. Tough. He's looking good. Obviously, he's always looking good. He's always looking like a sexy beast. We can all admit that. But mm-hmm. he, he's looking he's looking good. And the big thing is that Evan Lando is back with him. In- finally. Oh. Yeah, exactly. let's just say it finally, Ivan. <laughs> yeah, finally, finally, Ivan. We know you listen to Murray. Where have you Where have you been, Ivan? Where you been? Seriously, like, where have you been? And also, please come on an episode of Murray Musings. We would love to chat. With yes, you. yes, I would <laughs> like. I would like to we, chat with you, Ivan. We We have questions for you if you would like to come on. Um. But no, I mean, that's obviously a good sign as well. Uh, and that he is there and he is, you know, training with Andy actively, um, which is ideal because we haven't seen a lot of him over the past kind of few weeks. Um, so that's a good sign too. Like that that feels like, okay, he's got someone in his corner. He's right there. He's, he's, he's got him. Like the, the guy that he needs is there with him. So um, that's good too. That's good too. Uh, I, yeah, I would say, I would agree. I would say his year has been okay to good uh, and that i feel like it has definitely been a step up on mm-hmm. kind of previous years like last kind of few years for and there's still for, a few uh, months left to the season and there's still a few months left obviously we don't i don't really know what his plans are beyond this season do you do you guys are you guys aware of what his plans are beyond the us open? what like beyond us open i mean i i expect he'll play paris paris masters yeah yes any, um, any kind of, maybe a few smaller events you would hope as well right and, and right. Dave, davis cup is literally a few days after, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. Again, we'll, we'll talk a lot more for that. Yeah, we'll talk a lot more about these kind of tournaments and these events um, after the year's open is concluded. But um, yeah, I, I would, I just would like to see the kind of maybe the kind of, I guess, like I guess, reaching a second week would almost be like a kind of real kind of like fairy tale ish kind of run, like. Of some sort because because it, it has been so long since that we've seen Andy's name on a set on on the draw sheet in a in a second round of majors. So, I I I I would I would really kind of hope for that. I would I would really hope mm-hmm. for that. And I think that he's, that would really that would set him up well. He's for, also going to play Labor Cup. That's yep. right. He's going to play Labor Cup. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's true, actually. So he has got some plans beyond the US yeah. Open, which is obviously a good sign. Um, I just think that a good showing at the US Open would. I guess I'll like set him up well for next year, like ahead of next year. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, rankings wise, yes, definitely. Rankings wise, yes, of course, of course, because he can only gain points here because he went out in the first round to Sid's Path mm-hmm. last year. So, mm-hmm. Um, let's let's be hoping for it. Let's be hoping for it. Um, Andy, we I, mean, think I, so- I obviously want him just to win anything, like to you know, I want to, yep. I want to, I want him to get his hands in a trophy, but. God damn! I would love to see the fairy tale run at the Australian Open next year. The Australian Open, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd love that's it. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I would need. There would that's be there would be something really beautiful about a fairy tale run in the US Open this year, given that it's been ten years since he won it. And it has been ten years. Given it, given it, it's been ten years since he won it, and given that, yeah, like it's 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 um. It's actually not been the happiest hunting ground, Brandy, since he won it, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> like, and given that Novak isn't there. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, that's true. That's true. Beat be Novak in the final, obviously, 10 years ago. Now, Novak ain't going to be there. So, 
Yeah, it's been it's been an interesting one for Andy because I think the best result he's had is maybe quarterfinals since then. Am I wrong? Has he reached the semi since then? No, I, do you know I was going to say I, I don't think he's. I was actually going to say the fourth round, but I think you're right. Didn't he lose to Kainish Kore in quarterfinals in 2014? 2016, uh, 2014? Oh, was it 2014? Kainish Kore reached the final. Yep, you're yeah, right. And that, yeah, that was the year that Marin won it. The year that everyone forgets that Marin Chilich became a Slam winner, a major, yep. <laughs> major yeah, champion. Which, yeah, absolutely insane when you think back to that. Um, yeah, that's right, that's right. It would be, it would be amazing, wouldn't it? It would be amazing to see Andy have some kind of a deep run here. Um, I guess we'll we'll, we'll talk briefly. Um, I know Peter, you are you're uh, you, you know about to get kicked out of your hotel room. <laughs> um, yeah, right, but, to get kicked out. Right, right, right. Um. I figure two final things that we should do very, very quickly. Um, I would quickly like to give a shout out to a few people who replied okay. to one of the tweets that I tweeted out or from the Murray Musings account just the other day. Said this year's US Open will mark 10 years since Andy Murray won the first of the three major titles. It was a tournament that marked the end. It was 76 year wait for the men's British singles major tennis champion. Uh, where were you when Andy Murray won the US Open 2012? And this got some really cool responses, some really nice responses. Uh, a lot of people are like, I was at home, half asleep watching it. Uh, Claire, what about yourself? You want to you wanna give a shout out to I was, on the, I was on the first night of my honeymoon. On the first night of your honeymoon. <laughs> uh, Peter, where were you? Where were you? I was just sitting at home watching it. It you, was you amazing. Were home watching. You were at home watching. Uh, a lot of people say sitting crying. Um, uh, <laughs> at home leaping about living room when he won. Uh, Lewis Morrison, who's got a Scotland flag in his photo, he's saying in Dubai Airport. Uh, I spent extra dollars as a skin student at a fancy bar, so God was half cut when watching. Um, Lucy, is all, who always listens to us, that's Lucy Davis, uh, says, at home, stayed up to watch it, uh, staggered into work the next day. I think that's a continuing theme, is that most people just staggered into work, delirious <laughs> on excitement and, uh, and, and love. Um, I would also, and I hope she doesn't mind me saying this because she did reply to our, our tweet. One of the standout replies was from Anne Reed, um, who says, I stayed up and watched with my stepson, William, even though I had work and he had school the next day. My stepson passed away uh, in 2020, and this is now one of my favourite memories. And I think oh. as obviously devastating as that is, um, it's such a kind of sign and such a showing that Andy has such an impact on people and on families, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah. of 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 who are made up of Murray fans that like that yeah. is a memory that stuck with Anne um throughout so yeah we, we had some lovely lovely amazing responses to that tweet and I don't know it's been 10 years since Andy got it done um in at the US Open and everyone has this less level of of excitement and kind of replies I would also like to give a shout out to um uh who who was it let's have a look uh i would also like to give a shout oh yeah yes marcus uh, buckland uh replied to us uh, replied to that tweet as well uh and he kind of flexed a wee bit with his reply didn't he he said there trying to remain professional as host uh, with sky news coverage uh without pumping my fist and behaving like a lunatic in front of the camera uh so yeah i don't know some really kind of cool replies to that and I don't think anyone who replied to that would 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 hate seeing Andy have a deep run here. Um, but do you know there I, was one there was one person who replied to that. Yes. who said that they were asleep 
because he's not boring and charismatic. Yeah. Like yes. Now I had. I didn't do. I didn't respond to this person because, quite frankly, they didn't deserve it. But I did have a little sticky beak at their profile, and they claim to be a massive Novak Djokovic fan. Now, if they're such a massive Novak Djokovic fan, why did they go to sleep during the final? Surely they would have been watching it because their favourite player was playing. <laughs> oh <laughs> Mm, I know I your mean, game. I mean, I suppose uh, that person will be doing a lot of sleeping this year. Uh, it's, not, it's not in the event. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> no, let me that, fire that, underneath that. That guy's going to have a lot of sleeping time <laughs> over the next few weeks. <laughs> like, he's not going to be watching any tennis, uh, really. Um, Peter, are you about to get kicked out of your hotel room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Cool. Shall we, I think it's time to shall we wrap it up? completely uh, close yeah. the book on this podcast. But I would definitely agree. I would... midweek, we yeah. will be doing predictions because okay. that's what I'd prefer um, yeah. when we have all and of also, our And also, if you're listening and... to this, just look out for the Money Musings last person standing competition, which will be on the Twitter. Exactly. Big one, that's yes. big one. And one final thing I will say before, Peter, you do our outro. Um, I just adore how all other tennis podcasts right now are doing draw, like full draw analysis, full draw predictions. And the best thing about Murray Muse is we sit down and we're just like, right, Talk what are our Andy. thoughts? What are predictions for Andy alone? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, Listen, we've never that's claimed, we've yeah. never claimed to not be niche. We're very <laughs> that's niche. Right. That's Murray Music, right, We're Peter? very Talk, impartial. Talk is out, Peter. Talk is out. Well, thank you so much, listeners, for listening to yet again another great episode of the one and only Murray Devoted podcast, Murray Musings. Uh, it's been a pleasure uh, chatting with y'all, and uh, we hope uh, you enjoyed listening to us. Thank you so much, Scott and Claire, and have a great day, y'all. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hi, I'm Andy Murray, and you've been listening to the Murray Musings podcast.